0: Hey friends, what's going on? You are now listening to the TMJ Show, the MD Journey Show, an entire podcast dedicated to helping students just like you succeed on a medical journey, but doing it with less stress. My name is Lux, I'm an internal medicine physician. I have the pleasure of being your humble host to help you on your medical journey. Let's get started with today's episode. After four years of medical school, three years of residency, I finally accepted my first job as an internal medicine hospitalist, which I've been at for the past six months. After all of that, I'm leaving. Here's why and here's what I'm going to next. Hey friends, I've been keeping a secret from you guys for the past two-ish months as the making of this video and I think it's time to just lay it out for you. Um, But yes, I am leaving my job. And as a quick background for anyone that's new, I finally finished my internal medicine residency, which is three hard years after four years of medical school, and took my first job as an internal medicine hospitalist back here in my hometown, where my family's from. And in case you're interested or don't know what a hospitalist is, I will link down below a video that we broke down exactly what that means. But this was my first big boy job. I was excited, and frankly, for the past few months, I had a blast. So why am I leaving, and what am I going to go do next? And no, I'm not doing YouTube full time, but through the advice of friends, families, and mentors, I made the decision to apply for fellowship. Now as a quick breakdown, fellowship just means more training to be a specialist. So just how you have your oncologist, your hematologist, your nephrologist, your pulmonologist, I decided to go ahead and apply to be a cardiologist. And so through the latter half of 2022, I was both applying and interviewing to try to get into a cardiology fellowship to be a cardiologist. And the way fellowship match works is you basically find out in one day after all those applications and interviews where you get to go. And so the night before I found out, this is the video I made for you guys so today is november 29th today is the day before mass day for fellowship i've only ranked two programs there's a good chance that i don't get into any of them there's a hope that i get into my number one and this video is ideally to remind myself and anyone else in watching in the future that whatever happens is meant to happen Maybe you get whatever you wanted or think you want. Maybe you don't. That doesn't mean that you should be disappointed or feel inadequate. Um, Life will ebb and flow based off of where it ultimately needs to go, not necessarily where you want it to go at that certain moment. This is more of a personal reminder. I'm hoping I can share this with good news, or I've been hoping I can share this with a lesson. Um, Regardless, both of those are good things. So we'll see what happens tomorrow, approximately 12 hours from now. I'm excited, nonetheless, to learn where my family be going. Um, and hopefully I get to share this video with more people than just myself. So as you guys can see, I only ranked two programs, which is not common at all. Most people rank nine, 10, or all the programs that they interviewed at. And I only picked two because I knew that I wanted to be a happy cardiologist, and those were the two places that I knew that I was going to do that. And the next morning, I was going to find out at 11 o'clock central time while I was at work if I got into a fellowship or not, and I basically opened my email, walked away from the cubicle that I was working at typing notes, opened the email, and this is basically what happened. I did it. I did it. I freaking did it. So there you go, your friendly neighborhood medical study, YouTube, or whatever you like to call it, is about to be a heart doctor. That feels very weird to say. Now I'm making this video for many reasons. One, I want to share. I'm super pumped, super excited, but I know with this video, with this announcement, comes both congratulations as well as a lot of questions of, you know, why did I decide for fellowship? What does that mean for my job as a hospitalist Did i not like my job? You know, what is a fellowship in the first place? What happens next? And then how do I get into fellowship? So many questions. If you have more, make sure you drop in the comment section. But the rest of this episode is going to be spent on basically explaining why I made a decision to apply for fellowship, why I'm leaving my current job, does that mean because I hated it, and what this means for the next few months, as well as what this means for the channel. So let's get into it. So first, let's talk about what is fellowship. Now, basically, this is training after residency. So again, here in the United States, you do four years of medical school, then you do anywhere from three to seven years of residency depending on the specialty you're in. So I did three years as an internal medicine doctor. And then you can basically say I can just be an independent IM doc like I am right now where I'm taking care of patients who get admitted to the hospital and I pretty much know a lot of things about all the organs. But if I needed a cardiologist, if I needed a lung doctor or an oncologist, they're specialists, they are trained further on because they did fellowship in this, that specific organ system. So an oncologist knows a lot about chemotherapy and various cancers, and they're even specialists within that where they are just really good at lung cancer or breast cancer. But medicine has a lot of ability to continue to subspecialize. I have at the moment have stopped at internal medicine where I can take care of a variety of problems, but now that I've made the decision to go into and start fellowship, I'm going to be spending the next three years, just learning how to do cardiology. Same thing goes for neurology, ID, so many other specialties. So now I've made the move to subspecialize away from just general internal medicine into the field of cardiology, which is a three year fellowship. Fellowships can be anywhere from one year for something like palliative medicine, all the way up to three years for fields like cardiology or pulmonary care. So next question is why cardiology? Now this section really feels like a lot of my interviews because this is a question that I was asked, saying, hey, you already have a full-time job, paying you really well why do you want to come back to fellowship where by the way you do take a pay cut for me the heart is one of the coolest absolutely most remarkable organs that we have out there and in future videos I'll break down essentially why I made the move towards cardiology but here's the bottom line I love the education that cardiology provides if there's anything that I learned through making content for you guys here on YouTube, through the podcast, through Instagram, et cetera, is that I love teaching from my own experience. And so that includes both teaching trainees as well as patients and using the data that comes with being cardiologist, So many people would love doing research about the heart and cardiovascular health that I can tell a patient saying, hey, based off of these groups of studies, this is the best medication, or this is the best way to treat X, Y, and Z. Let me explain to you why that is physiologically. Now your patient can go home with data, information, understanding, education, and you can repeat the process, refine it based off of how well your patients grasp something, that is such a cool thing. And of course, all fields have some aspects of these things, but for me, cardiology makes it so plentiful. You can do this for any type of problem. Heart failure, coronary artery disease, arrhythmias, teaching trainees how to take care of patients better, teaching patients how to take care of themselves better. It's going to make sure that I have a career that I'm always happy with. Number two, I'm excited to go back to where I have my own patients for the long term. As a cardiologist, you get to work both in the clinic as well as in the hospital setting where you take consults, and then you may see those patients that you saw in the hospital that are now your patients that you follow every- three, six, or on a 12-month basis. As a hospitalist right now, I only take care of somebody and see them again if they just get readmitted, but I don't have that continuity of care, which I actually do miss for my time in residency. I'm also excited for the flexibility that my roles can have in the future, so I can choose to be all clinic when I'm 50 or 60 years old, Can you choose to be all consultant when I'm a young kind of energizer bunny? Or I can choose to constantly have a hybrid model that changes and develops based off what I wanna do. Maybe I just wanna look at echo images all the time when I'm busy with ideally future kids. um, Or I wanna be in the hospital taking care of patients with hands-on experience. Cardiology allows me to do all of that. In addition to the flexibility, how quickly science is growing into the field of cardiology so we can better take care of patients. Again, of all different types of problems, super exciting. Both patients who have the disease or patients who are predisposed. And that's gonna lay the foundation of how we better take care of patients with cardiovascular disease, which is the biggest reason that people are dying on a daily basis. And again, I get to be a part of taking care of patients one by one. And then finally, on a personal level, my wife and I saw the opportunity to kind of just plant her roots in a place that's close to family, somewhere where we feel home because this is home and somewhere where I can continue to grow my career without compromising on where we are with our families or my happiness in a job. So now we know why I'm going to the field of cardiology, but what's making me leave the field of just general internal medicine and my job as a hospitalist. First to be clear, I'm not going to be starting my cardiology fellowship until July of 2023, which means I have the duration of 2022 as the making of this video, plus the first several months of 2023 to continue the job that I'm at. And that gets me into my current job, which is I am not leaving because I hated my job that I'm currently at. In fact, they actually made it very difficult to make the decision to apply to fellowship because the people were great, the schedule was great, obviously nice having a great salary that keeps me having a schedule that's flexible. Again, if you're interested on what life as a hospice looks like that'll be linked down below but I would have a schedule where I'd work seven days on and be off for seven days and I could use those for many trips my wife and I for example went to a few days in New York and just hung around Times Square just because we could that was really awesome and so I'm not leaving the job of internal medicine or my job as a hospice because I hate my current job but the biggest things is just thinking about long-term satisfaction and so again I'm not going into cardiology or leaving my current job because I hate my current position or my colleagues or the administrators my bosses etc my patients all of them have been amazing has made this new job my first job a very great and pleasurable experience and I'm gonna have a blast doing it for the next seven months the biggest thing for me was questioning my long-term satisfaction as I was doing my first few months as I was interviewing for cardiology I was asking in the back of my head could I see myself doing this in 10 15 20 25 years and asking myself questions such as being a hospitalist is very disposition focused you're always asking where your patients are gonna go whether it's gonna be home to a facility or rehab and that becomes a big chunk of what we do for our patients after we met make them better and they're still going to be under your care when you're spending those three to four days of trying to figure out where they go. Did I want to be doing that when I'm 55? answer is not as exciting. Number two is what we talked about earlier, lack of continuity. I don't see a patient again unless they're a frequent flyer, somebody who just spends unfortunately a lot of time in the hospital or somebody who's just unfortunately so sick that they can't stay home long enough and then you're used to taking care of them. But otherwise, if I discharge you, my hope is I never see you again, which is both a good and sad thing, especially if we had a pleasurable experience. The third thing that I found is that honestly, being an attending of any kind, I'm sure this is gonna happen in cardiology too, it requires a lot of commitment to have independent growth. No one is forcing me to learn medicine or to restructure how I'm thinking about patient care or to get better at my physical exam skills. In residency, that was always a priority. But here, people have basically understood that this is where you are. You've passed your board exams, congratulations. You can choose to become a better doctor or not that. And I have to always remind myself, make sure you're always learning, make sure you're writing things on your patient's charts, just like you did in residency that don't make sense to you, learn about them, read about them. But I have realized that that's not always the case from physician to physician, and it's much easier to be in a growth mindset when everyone around you is focused on doing the same thing. Number four is that growth within internal medicine, general internal medicine, or being a hospitalist tends to be more in the admin role or just taking on more patients, which neither of those I'm interested in. I love to just interact with patients, but not enough to where I'm getting sick of it or being burnt out in the admin role, such as... being a medical director, working on QI projects, or just being in parts of hospital policy. None of those interest me. And so again, in 10 to 15, 20 years, would I want to be doing the same role that I am right now? The answer is like, maybe not. And then I had to ask myself that yes, right now I can work, you know, seven to seven for seven straight days, without any issues, maybe a little fatigue on day six or seven of my shift. But would I want to be doing that when I'm like 45 or 49, where my energy load, I likely will have a bigger family want to be spending more time with them. Answer was, Probably not. And combining all of those with advice that people have given me, unprompted by the way, of saying, you should consider fellowship, you are pretty young, you know, you should consider this for x and y reasons. All of those made me say, why not, let's go ahead and apply and see what happens. So bottom line, every time I ask myself the 15 to 20 year rule, would I be happy, I wasn't confident in saying yes. And so I saw another opportunity. And let's see what happens when I do this. And then we can make a decision. And so finally, what happens next. So again, the hospital job will continue. And I'm still happy with the people the program, the patients that I take care of with. Um, and I'm lucky to be in a positive environment where everyone was super supportive when I told them that, I was gonna start a fellowship. Everyone is very excited for me. They're sad that I'm leaving. I'm sad that I'll be leaving them, but we know we are gonna have an upcoming half year, 2023, that's just gonna be amazing. And then come July, 2023, I will officially be starting my cardiology fellowship, which is, again, just feels odd to say, and I'm super excited for it. That means that there's a lot of content that I need to brush up on. One of those books back there is a big manual of cardiology things that I got from one of my interviews that I'm just gonna go and focus on creating a schedule from January all the way to July. I'm just learning a little bit here and there to brush up on topics I've learned that may have forgotten or things that I just had no idea feel just a little bit more prepared my first day as a fellow. And finally, what that means for you guys is that I'm not going anywhere. YouTube is not going anywhere. This content and podcast that we make for you guys is not going anywhere. And if anything, there's going to be more content on my end to be able to share the life of somebody who has applied to fellowship, somebody who has had a full-time job as a hospitalist, share more experiences there. And then obviously my experiences as a fellow, as I go through the field of cardiology, hopefully this shows all of the arrays of interest that you guys may have, whether it's in general medicine, if you're considering being a hospitalist, if you're considering applying to fellowship, all the things that comes with that, I'm excited to make content around it. So if there's specific questions that you want me to answer in future videos, go ahead and add them down below. If you're listening to that on podcast, just go ahead and send me a TM on Instagram and let me know what your questions are. And so please, please, please give me as much feedback on the type of questions and topics you want me to cover, whether it's in the field of cardiology, fellowship, being a hospitalist, add them in the comment section down below. If you guys are interested in learning more, make sure you follow me on Instagram where we're just getting daily tips and advice in my life as a doctor as well as tips on studying and things that you can use on your journey until you get to where I am if you want all of my strategies on how to study better be more productive and be happy and motivated go ahead and click down below to get the free access to the medical school success handbook it's a free document that we're always updating on a weekly basis of my favorite tips I'd love to give to you but truly guys thank you so much for the support what's crazy is that I started making these videos when I was a second year medical student and here now I get to make these videos for you guys when I'm going to be a freaking cardiologist. I am so excited for what 2023 has to bring for us, for the MD journey, and definitely for you. Let's go out and crush it together. As always, thanks for being a part of my journey. Hopefully, I was a little help to you guys on yours. Thanks for all of you guys I made it to the end of the video. Again, if you enjoyed this one, check out that video right here on what it means to be an in internal medicine hospitalist. And as always, my friends, I will see you guys in the next one. Catch you later. Peace.